here we go. This is Happening with Mark Zito and Ryan Sampson. I'm Mark Zito. I'm Ryan Sampson. And this is Happening. You get one show this week, so I hope it's worth it. Jam packed. Actually, I'm 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 still writing out topics. You've hit record, and I'm still writing out things we can well, talk. Well, I just about, have so. enough stuff. I think on just the personal level of what's happened to me this week. I've just had a tumultuous week. There's there was some professional stuff that was uh, confusing. Then, then uh, remember that house I didn't get yeah. that I didn't buy. Turns yeah. out I did buy it. Oh. And then why why that reaction? No, just the stress. There's yeah. I'm just like keep going. Then I caught a stomach bug, which put oh. me in the hospital, <laughs> or, or or excuse me, sent me to the emergency room. I was not admitted uh-huh. into thing. the hospital. Yeah, Same like thing. does that count? I feel like that yeah. counts for the. I think it's sort of like what's one of those terms where people are. Uh, it's sort of like it's sort of like hey, I got arrested. Well, actually, the cop wrote me a citation. Yes, I was detained. Yes, I was detained. Or I was arrested. Well, actually, the cop just asked me to stay on the corner for five minutes and answer a few questions. That's good. That's good. Is that a better analogy? That's good. That means that I can cut out the other analogy I made. (laughs) Okay, good. It's all I had. It's all I could think of. (laughs) Everyone's going to be wondering what that was. Oh, boy. The mind of me. Uh, Anyway, so... The I bought a house, which meant that I had to have a house inspection, which a house inspection. I didn't realize how goddamn thorough that is. Oh, my God. And and, and you want it to be. I know. I know. But at the same time, what I didn't know as I was going through this house inspection was that I was starting to develop what would become a violent stomach bug. Oh, no. So I'm just like standing there, like kind of sweating as... Also, the guy, I've never owned a house, so the house inspector's super nice, and he's teaching me about the house at the same time, but yeah. he's doing stuff, he's like, this here, you see this? This is the electrical box. You get the electrical box, you look around this, you see, want to make sure all these, these switches are done like this, and then he'd be like, and this over here, I don't see a regulator on this thing, I'm going to have to write that up, going to need to get that settled, don't want your little one running around without a regulator. And I'm the, just like the, the home yeah. home inspectors in my experience that I've dealt with three of them over mm-hmm. my lifetime, right? Yeah, is that they are uh, Doctor Rick super characters. Yes. Oh my God, that's so correct. Right? They are there, and and they're like they're. It's like the one place in the world where the person who is in the Doctor Rick commercials of you're going to turn out to be your parents, like home inspectors. That is their literal fucking job, oh and they're God. really good at it. They are like to the point where even I mentioned uh, with a realtor, my realtor and I were going over some of the financial stuff and the cost of the house, and he's like, oh, "At that price, why don't you buy two? Like, <laughs> <I was> like <laughs> fuck, man. <laughs> it's just like Jesus Christ." So yeah, the the home inspection process takes forever. It was freezing in Fairfield, Connecticut over the weekend. So we're walking around outside the house. We're looking at the roof. We're looking at the... How'd it do? I think it did good. It passed. Okay, okay, that's good. Um, Was there anything... I mean, like, it could go one of two ways, right? Is there could be, like, little things that you'd be like, oh, well, I'm not gonna... Like, like it's, it's, it's taking the charge under, you know... It's trying to use your acting skills to get a flag in football or get a, a charge call in basketball. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. well, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna stand for that. That that has to come off the price of the house. Yeah, there was none of that stuff. Although, like, I am, I am low key trying to get him to paint the entire first floor, but I think I'm just gonna have to pay him to do it because the guy who built the house, the guy who built and lives in the house, is a contractor, which okay. is both good and bad because the house. Is why- there's none of those little things like I just described. Exactly. Like, I was just like, well, this is well done, which is good. Also, I felt particularly good about this guy when we called, uh, like, I guess our realtor called the town to, I don't know, check on the title or something. Yeah. And they were like, oh, that's Brian's house. He's in here all the time. We love Brian. Great guy. And I was like, okay. He's not like a shithead contractor. Yeah, that's good. Or he's good at hiding it. One or the other. <laughs> One or the other. Uh yeah, so like the whole the whole thing pays is, good bribes. It's just you start to see how much a house costs and it just so makes me not want to do it. <laughs> like 
just am like, oh my god, this Renting's is so okay. much money. Well, I mean, renting feels like a lot of money when you look at, wow, I spent, you know, this over the course of the year and I have nothing to show for it. Yes. But then you see, wow, I'm going to have to spend this amount every month for the next 30 years. And I'm trying to decide which way you're going to go, Mark, because you're going to completely disagree with me on this and you may think you know which way you're going to go. Mm-hmm. Um, there is two people in my life that, that will use them cause you know, them both the listeners, if they've paid attention, have, uh, met them both. Uh, and there are two extremes of homeowner. Okay. Okay. There's Stanley T from the morning mashup mm-hmm. who he is very vocal about it all the time. I got a guy for that. Okay. Okay. And then there is Chris Mann, my friend who, uh, owns the spas that's been on the shows many times. I don't think Chris has hired anyone to do anything for any of the homes he's ever bought. Never. I can tell you exactly who I'm going to be. Now, I, I know you think you're going to be Stan. Yes. But there's a real part of like, like when you get there, when you're in it, when you're living in the shit, you turn into like those Dr. Rick commercials exist for a fucking reason because like you might not see it coming, Mark, but you this I really think it's the 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 uh, the it's still out with you. The jury is still out as to which way you're going to well, go. Well, I will say that in this current house, you know, I do more than I thought I would. For example, right. and I know this and is stupid, but I installed a floodlight outside, which Oh yeah. I know that's a small task, right? But previously, the idea of shutting off electricity and then, you know, connecting wires, mounting something outside and installing it would have seemed insane to me. I would have said, why don't I hire a dude? But I did it. You did it. You did it because you realize how easy it is to install a floodlight, right? Much like, yeah, much like I did the same thing with my thermostats, which before I looked into how to do it, I thought it would be very hard and it wasn't. Right. And I will say that there was an element of even today, I was thinking about the backyard and some some stuff I want to do. And I was kind of like, oh, maybe I'll just do that myself. And uh-huh. then I was like, it already started. Huh. <laughs> I did. And for a moment, I paused and I was like, huh, I wonder if I can. Like, you see, the, th- the thing is, right, it all starts is that is that you're going to move into the new house and you're totally going to like it's going to be perfect when you move in because you're buying it from a contractor. But about six months in, um, and I'm sorry to drag your daughter into this, but Simone is gonna is gonna key your railing t- to the second floor. Yeah, and and you're gonna be like shit, and you're gonna call a painter, and they're gonna quote you seven hundred and fifty dollars, and you're gonna be like, are you serious? And you're gonna go to Home Depot, and you're gonna buy a forty five dollar orbital sander and a can of paint, and you're gonna do it yourself, and be like, see, Sarah, I did that, I did that, and then she'll next blow weekend, me. Oh. No, then oh. next weekend you're going to be like, man, I wonder what else I can use that orbital sander on. No, I don't want to be this guy. This and is and not then the you start I using the be. sander and you're like, man, oh, but I need to cut the piece of wood. You're back at the Home Depot. You're buying a saw. And then the next weekend you're like, what can I use the saw and the orbital sander on? You know what this guy did in this house that is weird? Speaking of like do-it-yourself projects. Yeah. There's chalkboards on the walls. Like painted on that I need to that I'm gonna pay him to remove because kids I, rooms right no there's what? one there's one in the kids room then there's one in the kitchen like I'm constantly going to be and the thing is leaving unless, notes for everybody yeah. like you're in a dorm and unless they're filled with um you know writing and stuff they just look like you know what in a school when they clean the blackboard and it looks like the the uh sponge streaks are all over it yes that, like disgusting. i don't want that on a huge wall in my house there's also one in the basement there's also one in this guy's office where he like manifests stuff one of them was like it was uh it was sell three houses and i was like well happy to help he had written his. Uh, <laughs> well, that makes sense to have it like in your office. I think that's a not a half bad idea. I'm not. I'm not coaching football in the '60s. I don't need a chalkboard. Why you don't write stuff down? I, 
I would use, first of all, I would use dry erase. I don't, I don't want chalk dust on my hands. Any, unless you're a fucking math professor with, with gray hair and you've been teaching math into your 80s, it's a whiteboard world now, I think. Okay, well, don't make fun of somebody who wants to visually write something out just because you use the environmentally unfriendly method. I'm saying I'm not making fun of people who want to visually write something out. I'm making fun of people who use messy, shitty chalk. Yeah, I mean, rock on rock is like the natural caveman way tried, trued, and tested for the last, you know, 15,000 years. God, this is already a dumb argument, but go ahead. I I don't understand the need to bring chemicals and ink and plastic into it. Why do we even live inside if outside was good enough for the caveman? Right? No, but I, I think, I think, I like, I, I, a chalkboard in your house. I understand if you buy a little one or your kid has one. I don't need one in my office. I can understand if you have a big kitchen and you put a bulletin board sized one somewhere in the kitchen so you can like write out cute menus or grocery lists. Why would I but like to see also think about this? I'm not a cafe. Why would I need to write out a grocery list in chalk on a board on my wall? Dude, but you Just know, put it people, on a fucking pad. Yeah, but people have the uh, the the light up letters, the like movie board letters. I would be incapable if we kept these around without walking up to my wife and just John Maddening the dumbest shit. Be like, all right, well, if you see us, here's us. We're up here on the board. All right, we're going to get in the car. We're going to drive to Stop and Shop. We're going to get out. We're going to go left. You're going to go right. We're going to get the milk. We're going to come home. And that's where we're going to do it. Like, I would be incapable of doing of not doing that all the time. I would just st- uh, unable to stop. But you need to, like, put on the show for other parents when they come into the house, right? You want anyone over here? This is my sanctuary. No, you need that chalkboard so when the other moms come over, they'll see that you have Simone's brown bag lunch schedule for the week. Monday is hummus and celery sticks. Tuesday is pomegranate and Cobb salad. Yo, you're joking, but did we ever go over the girl in Simone's two-year-old class that eats fresh salmon for lunch with lemon squeezed on it? I see. And look, I know it's great parenting, but that doesn't mean it doesn't make you look like a dick. So, just saying. I mean, like, it has always been the question, right? Is, I, I, listen, I not a parent... All behavior is learned for the most part. Like, there's some instinctual stuff we know to eat, right? For example, you can choose to be gay, you know? Like, I've learned that in the news. I don't don't believe, only in the term, I don't believe that the, (laughs) uh, stop. I don't believe that the, the, like, uh, the need for pizza, chicken fingers, and french fries is instinctual. Oh, like, I, I, I do agree. believe You're that right. probably parents can do a better job at what they feed kids. You're right? right. However, kids are also you do sort of run the risk of like once they get the taste, there is an element of like, what do you want? And just be like, I want like I, 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 Simone. Simone the other day like told me she wanted a cupcake for breakfast. Like it's just like the things they like. She just keeps saying, "I want that," and it's like, "No, this is not. That's not a breakfast food." She also for breakfast, she's like, "I want cheese pasta," which well, is what she calls macaroni and cheese. Tell me, yeah, cheese pasta. That's what it is. Tell me the difference between a cupcake and a muffin. It, it's it's frosting. Frosting is the difference. Yeah, but yeah, exactly. That's it. That's a big difference. Is it? Calorie wise, sweet wise, I mean, so, yeah. So are you? So you're basically saying a corn muffin with butter is a cupcake? I don't think a corn muffin with butter is exactly like a cupcake, but yeah, it's in the cupcake. It's a it's a cupcake cousin. Yeah, you frosted it once you've put butter on it. That's right? not frosting. You why buttercream frosting is what goes on a cupcake? Buttercream frosting, first of all, is not that sweet, but butter itself is is different. So are you saying you're frosting a baked potato? I guess in some sense, yeah, you're yeah, right. Oh, I never ooh, thought now, about it that ooh, he's way. he's turned more. it back around on him, folks. <laughs> ooh. <laughs> Sorry, we have to end the show. Everyone's brains exploded. Um, Done. <laughs> I am off my ass this week. I'm just so out of it. You've been on those good hospital drugs. Where did they get, by the way, oh. how many times did they go in and where did they finally get you? What? What do you mean? You got an IV. Yeah, they—they. They, I, I only—I only take one. 
Oh, rarely do they get in on the first try with me. Oh, my veins are big and beautiful. Oh. BBVs. Asshole. That's what I have. <laughs> big, beautiful veins. <laughs> yeah. I, I, uh, so yeah, I went to, I don't know, is there any more house stuff I need to discuss? I just, it's kind of, one fun thing about the house inspection is there's like a, a satellite dish in the backyard. And I like walking around like a king and being like, I don't like that. I want that removed before I set foot here again. Is it like 1980s? I live in the country and have satellite TV dish that like you're communicating with Jupiter or is it like dish or. No, it was like a direct TV thing that I could just rip out of the ground. Okay. It's on a pole in the ground. I was just like, no, remove out of here. Uh, Spectrum it will be. Speaking of television, just really quick note for anyone who hasn't watched it on Apple TV, Shrinking is my new favorite show, and okay. it's not close. It's phenomenal. It's done by a lot of the Ted Lasso team, and I happen to like it better, I think. How about that? So, that's Bold pretty state. high praise. Because uh, no, y- y- you had an IV done. Mm-hmm. Usually... When I go to this is this is the debate that I go through in life, right? Mm-hmm. Tell me which decision you would make. This is a real life would you rather. Oh. Is that you know that most of the times and I don't your veins go to hide, I guess, when you're a little sick and a little nervous or well, sometimes you're dehydrated. Because you're dehydrated, right? So whenever they go to do an IV, they always try the they start with the right elbow, miss. Go to the left elbow, miss. Okay. Top of the right hand. Jesus Christ, man. Uh, Maybe. Top of the left hand. When do they do yes. the ball bag? Oh, God. <laughs> I, I'm, I've, got the, I've got that the whole time. The thing is, like, I always debate because I'm always just hopeful. I'm like, they're going to catch the vein in the elbow, man. They're going to do it. And so it's like you get the pain. Eventually, it's like, do I just tell them to go for the top of the fist, the top of the hand? Does or that do hurt? I, I feel like that hurts the most, right? It, it hurts. It fucking hurts. Especially I mean, afterwards. And it's uncomfortable when you have it in there the whole time. It's more like just the weird <laughs> feeling. I had this problem. I feel for you. While, why it's there. So it's it's really debate. It's like, do I go for the, like, do I just tell them to go the for the worst place first? Or do I risk that one of the other places might work and just I end up with more I, holes I think in, the, in the arm isn't that bad. So you might as well try that one first and hope and then be like, look, fist me. That's yeah, what I would but, also say. You also have to look at them and say, fist me. I so I went to the hospital on Monday as I posted we were we had a whole week of shows planned and trust me they were going to be great but instead you got this one because over so Saturday and Sunday I lost a combined total of 10 pounds in two days congratulations yeah it's great if I was trying to I don't know get a part in a Miramax film or win an Oscar but I (laughs) possibly be a swimsuit model but it was uh, uncomfortable. High school wrestling. Yeah, because I did it largely by shitting, which was, uh, it just, I gotta say, it wasn't the diarrhea at a certain point, Ryan. It was just that I felt as though my butt physically hurt at a certain yeah. point. Yeah. I just was like, please stop. <laughs> now, I will say, and just a, just a thought, if you think you're getting... This is where we're going we're gonna to get into the real, real, all right? If okay. you think you're getting a stomach flu, on that first one, don't, like, overwipe it. Because you're going to set a tone that you can't recover from. The rest of, like, like once Wait, you... Wait, what, what does that mean? Like, don't, like, wipe a lot and inadvertently chafe yourself or something, you know? Oh, oh, yeah. Because yeah. you're going to have to do so much... If you, you know, I, I thought... I think I wiped like it was the only poop I was going to take that day. Okay, I think I think a lot of people, yeah, when an illness approaches, they or their loved ones will get a survival pack. Mm-hmm. There's going to be Kleenex in it, yeah, toilet paper, probably a can or two of Campbell's chicken soup, mm. some Nyquil, maybe some uh, some Benadryl or something, right? I guess, yeah. May I just suggest to the world that you add wet naps? Okay, so here's the problem. Again, the real, real. I had some type of cut or something due to like the severe hemorrhoid diarrhea. No, it was like a cut hemorrhoid. 
No, you can have a cut that's not a hemorrhoid. I thought everything on the ass was a hemorrhoid. No. No. It's not how that works. Uh, there's a lot of things that it could be on the ass. There's fissures. There's uh, there's fistulas. There's, um, uh, you know, then there are hemorrhoids, obviously. There's also... What the fuck else? There's other stuff. But anyway, the the whatever those wipes are treated with would make it sting so bad that they were use they were not usable. So get the unscented ones. It's not scent. There's still something keeps them wet, Ryan. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> like so anyway, I'm just saying, like, just prepare yourself like Plan yourself I, ahead. I'm not saying keep yourself dirty. That's a terrible idea. I thought you had a bidet. I do. That's the thing where in the, when this first started, I was like, ah, whatever. I thought it was just like one bad situation. Then there were like 11 to 12 more times per day I had to go to the bathroom. I lost 10 pounds. That's a lot. So I wake up on Monday morning and my mom, of course, is a worrywart. She texts on Sunday night. She texts Sarah like, hey, how's Mark doing? Um, just saw a story in the news about a local teenager who died from this. And this is at 1130 at night. And Sarah's like, what the fuck? And so I then have to text my mom and be like, hey, can we not? Sarah doesn't need to know about people dying from from viruses. I'll be okay. I'll be fine. So I wake up on Monday. I've lost all the weight now. And I'm like, okay. So I call my doctor expecting him to be like, you know, just take some fluids, do whatever. Sleep, yeah. And he's like, you got to go to the hospital. <laughs> I was oh, like, boy. what? Because, you know, that's a big ask when you, when you have a toddler at home. Yeah, it is. You've got to find childcare suddenly. Well, here's the thing, too. I have no problem going to the hospital alone. Sarah's under the impression that she would be a bad wife if she just sent me in there by myself. No, I, well... Hmm. Forever. I mean, I think that she can send you there and then probably, you know, should check in with start start like putting some feelers out there. Yeah. Of of who could, you know, take Simone. Yeah. And then check in with you and see how you are. That's pretty much and, what happened. Okay. I think that's fair. So they gave me fluid and then they sent me home. And then until today, which is Wednesday. Is today Wednesday or Thursday? I have no idea what day it is. Today is Wednesday. This is the first okay day I've had. So it was four to five days of just feeling terrible. You sound okay. I do sound okay. I feel great now. I mean, you know that like post-sickness, I can do anything feeling? Yes, yes. That's what I'm in right now. All right. I'm vital. I can do anything. Yeah, you're just hungry. You want to gain all that weight back. Oh, bro, I've eaten such nothing for a while. Like, today I had an everything bagel, and I was like, ooh, delicacy. Yeah, that's delicious. So anyway, that's what's new with me. Anything happen with you over the weekend? Uh, I went to my grandmother's funeral. Oh, sorry about that. I don't think you've mentioned her passing on the air. I did on the mashup. Not on this show. Not on this show. Yeah, my grandmother. She, My grandmother passed away. She was, she was 93, um, also from a stomach virus. Okay. Um, Glad that you waited to tell me that. (laughs) Sorry. I'm sorry. (laughs) Sorry. But, you know, I didn't think about it. I beat this for your grandma. That's why I did it. Thank you. Actually, you know, I know this is this is probably really bad to say, but I think she uh, I think she was happy with it. She she had told me more than once that that she was uh, she would just like to to close her eyes and go to sleep. Is that what she was able to do? Because I can tell you when I had this, I was not. It's exactly what she did. Okay, well, good for her, I I guess. Yes. Uh, Yes. It's always weird when people get old enough where they start constantly kind of talking about wanting to die. Because then when they die, they're sort of like, all right, well, like, like if you told like Ryan, if you told like, for example, right, I don't want to move to Alabama. But if you constantly told me you, you really wanted to move to Alabama and then one day you were like, I got transferred to Alabama. Nor under normal circumstances, I might be like, shit, that sucks. But in this scenario, am I just supposed to be like, oh, well, I guess 
I mean, I guess, you know, in the terms of the thing sucked, Alabama sucks. Sorry, Alabama. But, um, you know, she got exactly what she wanted. That should be celebrated, no? I, I, I kind of agree. Yeah. I kind of agree. It is interesting. The, the older I get, the more I'm like, it's weird you're not allowed to just kill yourself. <laughs> like, I'm not talking about a suicide as much as the Kevorkian type stuff. You're talking about going to the Howard Johnson and having a good last meal and then uh, having someone no, do it for I don't, you. No, I don't want somebody to be like, Mark Zito said it should be legal for me to blow out my money and blow my brains out. That That's is, not. That is, that is, that is, I was quoting a Kurt Vonnegut story, yeah. so it's okay. But but I'm 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 more saying like when you hear about people with, you know, terminal diseases or that are are, are, are frail and their bodies aren't operational, it does seem on some level almost like animals get better care. When did we are we going are we gonna go I oh, can I don't we, know. Okay. I was I around hospitals. I, Your grandmother died. I just thought well, I didn't have anything else to say about my stuff. I I, I, I took I'm working with what I got here. Would you like to do a review of Clint Eastwood movies? Sure. Just bring something else up then. Uh, okay, I sent... Oh, dude. Okay, I sent you a couple different things. Okay. Um, one thing, I- I'm having a real trepidation over what suit to wear at Syracuse this weekend. So that's still, that's still happening. Oh, right. You're going to the college reunion thing. Yes. I, it's big... going to be the drag... The drag event? What? The, no, the dragon suit. Uh huh. Or the plaid. Uh huh. Dude, also, you just brought up drag. It's very funny that, like, I'm on Drudge Report, right? Every once or all the time. Yeah. And they're talking about, like, bagging, banning drag shows in Tennessee. And I'm reading that story, and I turn on, like, New York One here in New York, and they're, like, doing a preview of a new drag show opening on the local news. Like, what a fucking world difference. It is. It is. It's really crazy how like half the world is like demonizing it. Like there's something bad going on in here. It's like every it was it was Rose from RuPaul's Drag Race opened a new show where Fuesa Bruta was off Union Square, which is a big deal. That's a nice theater. Good for Rose, I guess. Yeah. So you don't know what suit to wear. Yeah, I don't know what suit to wear, whether it's the one that's like without the, uh, seeing them. Or I think I did, but I'm just going to say plaid because I don't think any man should wear anything that's a dragon suit. Okay. Unless it's like, you know, Lunar New Year or something. I I don't like what, you know? Yeah. I mean, it looks like it might be like uh, part of like the uniform of a casino in Macau. (laughs) Okay. The dragon suit? Yes. Funny to me that you, again, and I know we went over this last week. But you you described it as such and then said, I'm going to buy that. I'd like to wear that recreationally. <laughs> I thought it looked amazing. I thought it was really cool. And then, I can't wait to wear it. And the only reason, like, I would normally be 100% in on it. The only reason I'm not this time is because I have to do a serious presentation. I have to be on stage speaking in a serious, people are supposed to take me seriously. What is? I'm, what are you presenting? I'm hosting the keynote. I'm not the keynote speaker, but I am hosting the keynote. So you think people need to take you very seriously to say, here, who's, to say, here's Mark Zito. I'm not saying, it's, it's, I, I, it's, I, it's a half hour interview with the keynote. Wait, so the keynote speaker doesn't even give a speech. It's more like a fireside chat situation? Yes. I've seen ago, your decided- interview prep. A half hour interview. It's gonna be, this is going to be something. Have you prepped? Have you done anything? Have you researched this person? I know the person. I've known the person for 20 years. Okay. Why don't, so why don't you... I, I, I don't know. Who cares? This is it's a presentation in front of a bunch of college kids and radio nerds. Just, yeah. just wear whatever you want. All right. It's gonna be plaid and corduroy. Who's the biggest guest coming to this thing this year? The biggest guest? Who's the most famous person? I think probably Scott's the most famous. Who's Scott? Scott Mc- CBS News congressional correspondent or a chief congressional correspondent, Scott McFarland. I thought he's, they on, always... on the, he's on the CBS Evening News. Uh, question. Have you signed up for. Okay, because I, I still get the. Um, 
the emails from this organization. I've yeah. noticed that there's no, there's no like normally they send out a here's the list of people that are coming and boogieing down, and it's I don't, why is that not gone out? I don't know. They might have gone out earlier. Or you or you just there was a bunch of different emails this year. Have you signed up for a on air? I, I know the I know the attendance is huge, and that might be another reason why is because everybody who they would send it to is already on the list. Why is attendance so big this year? It's the fiftieth anniversary. Okay. I, I always, I it's it's always fun to me as human beings. We've decided for some reason that zeros and fives are just very important anniversaries, and yeah. yet they are really no different than the, than any other one. You could argue that next year's being the fifty-first year is more impressive. That right, because you got past fifty. It's a landmark, so people are coming. Well, that's I, I found, I found this story here, and and I'm gonna. It, it's on. It's on uh, uh, Fox News, a Dominion company, um, <laughs> soon to be. Um, airline passenger says he wanted to slap man who refused to switch seats so he could sit with by his wife. Okay. Now, now hold on. What what where it's gonna be is is. You might recognize where, where when we get here, where okay. my objection is. Okay. okay. All right. A man uh, who was unable to book two airline seats next to each other so he could sit next to his wife became frustrated after a fellow passenger refused to swap seats. Okay. Jay Kloss and his wife, Zoe, were separated in, bus- in uh, the business class section of Virgin Atlantic flight after uh, they were able to book two se- unable to book two seats next to each other. Jay was in the aisle. Zoe was seated by the window in the same row, but on opposite sides of the plane, there were eight seats in business class, no middles. Okay. Jay posted a video on TikTok detailing the incident and asked his his followers if he was in the wrong to request the other passenger switch seats. I wanted to slap him. He explained that when he booked the flight, the other aisle and window seat were both taken. Jay assumed they would be able to swap with a passenger since the person would end up in the same seat on the other side of the plane. No matter what, hold on, we're going to get there. Okay, here we go. As the couple boarded the plane, Jay said he politely asked the man in the aisle seat, hey, bro, would you mind moving so I can switch with my missus? It's her birthday. And he just looks at me and he doesn't respond. Jay continued. Then he's like, no, I won't. (laughs) Okay. But I'll sit here, referring to... to, Is this uh, an actual TikTok we can play? Yeah, do you want me to send you the link? Yeah, send it to me. But the thing is, do you you know where... Do we need to play it? Do we need to play it? No, but there's one word in there that, like, if someone came at me and said that, I might have reacted in the exact same way if I was having a bad day. Which is because he called him bro? Yeah, I'm not your bro, buddy. I'm not your buddy, bro. Okay, but like that—that's—that's that's like fuck. So, if is it any any uh, phrase like that you would have hated? Like if he was like, "Hey, boss, chief, yeah. boss, yeah." All right, fine. Here's my problem. And look, pal, I know, I know ultimately it's the same seat to some degree, but it's not the one you booked, and you knew it was available when you booked. You just decided you made your choice. It and said they're assumed. He assumed. Yeah, you assumed, you bu- and then you assumed that somebody would switch, and you assumed wrong, and that's your fault. Also, fuck, I can just see this guy now, and now I hate him. I'm not your buddy, bro. I'm not your. I'm bro, gonna pull buddy. up. Let me pull up this audio just so we can listen to it. All right, here, here's, here's this thing. All right, guys, we have a real rant today, a serious rant. I encountered an absolute f- today. He sounds like he's from New Zealand, right? Yeah. On the plane, and I wanted to slap him, but I didn't because I was on a plane. And wow, congrats, man. He, by the way, he's not wearing a shirt. He's just, like, showing off these tattoos that he has. <laughs> Sweet angel tattoo. Yeah. So, basically, everyone is saying to him in these comments, like, you shouldn't have... I thought, I thought he videotaped the... The whole, the whole thing. The interaction. No, ranting. this is just him. Like, I think he's like, bro, can I switch seats? I think he's like, you know, TikToking what happened. 
All right, then there's like a response video once people start bitching about it. I'll uh, play that one in a second. But this is the thing. If the seats, like I would never, I rarely, if ever, like if somebody offers to switch, if they notice Sarah and I aren't sitting together, okay. But anytime we're on a flight and she's like, I'm going to ask, I'm like, no, don't. How much are we really going to talk on this plane? Like one time it was on like a 45 minute flight. I was like, do not do it. I'm not doing it. It's fine. (laughs) We spend all day together all the time. Why do we need to do this? Yep. I mean, I guess if you just don't want to be next to, it depends on who you're sitting next to. If it's a if it's a, a kid that's flinging spaghetti, you might want to, you know, a buffer of someone you know. Yeah, it's also just people expect that everyone is going to bend to their will because they didn't plan right. Because they're inconvenienced. Yeah, that's not the way it works. Like when so when now look, if an airline does something and like you know they do one of those stupid stories you see somewhere where they're like, this airline rebooked this mother's four month old on a completely different flight than her, then it's like okay, yeah, that's problematic. I understand where you got to keep them together. But if it's some shit where you booked a vacation, you're like, oh, I couldn't find five seats together. Can we move four people around so my whole family can sit together on our way to the no. Disney? No. No, this is also why I don't fly Southwest because I've done well and I don't need to get on like I'm boarding a fucking bus and then haggle and, you know, jockey for position. I don't want to do it. Race to line. They've, they've, they, I, there was one Southwest flight I had to take in the last couple of years. I forgot why. And, and they've gotten it a little bit better where they like they your boarding positions like a little more set. But fuck, back in the day, man, I remember I remember the old Southwest days of, like, Group A and 60 people run to the fucking front. Oh, God. So terrible. Also, Southwest was that airline where, for some reason, you could have that one bench seat where you were, like, facing somebody else yep, for the whole yep, flight. Yep. My roommate, my old roommate, has probably sang the safety announcements to you many times. It probably stupidly. Where they rap them or sing them or rhyme them or do them in a funny voice because it's Southwest. We fly on love. Anyway, let's play this guy's response video. I don't even know what this is, but. All right. So I'm back. Shirt off. Backwards hat. Because that's what the people hate. (laughs) That's what I'm doing. So if you don't know, there's been a stupid amount of these. Like when I say a stupid amount, uh, New York Times. Uh, His background is the Daily Mail just saying, should have booked seats together in the first place. Yep. Mail, Channel 7, Channel 9, literally everything. It was on mainstream TV in America, like some talk show, someone absolutely trolling me. But I just thought I would get on here, take my shirt off, put my backwards hat on just to piss off a few more people because this whole thing wasn't even serious. It was literally just a joke because I'm posting a video a day. Like... Obviously, that's what happened, but you guys are all so serious. You all got nothing going on with your lives, and you're all- Oh, fuck off, dude. You did it. You- Oh, I'm posting a bit. It's like, you made the content, and then people- Like, this is another thing. The soup. You're like, that's the other thing. People people will ask a question in social media, and they'll be like, yo, why are you commenting? I'm like, because you asked the question. Yeah, what do you think this is? I'm posting a video every day. It's not serious. So, like, do you want people to watch your videos? I don't understand. Like, what are you getting at? Huh? Yeah, um, I, I don't know. It's just, anyway, yeah. You, you need to assume that you're going to sit in the seats you book. All right. Can we, can we move on to something else? That's sure. Just as, just as, cause, cause this, this guy, maybe, um, this is in the Daily Star. You mentioned the Daily Mirror. So I found the Daily Star. Um, man in court accused of placing his penis inside Seagull's mouth. You said seagull wrong, I thought, or weird. I meant to say seagull. That's how you say it. You really pronounce the gull on it. I'm a seagull yeah. guy. I say seagull. Like, you're you're like like the actress from from Futurama. Yeah. Okay. So he put. Is that okay? Did he forcibly put it in the seagull's mouth? Sunderland man. And some of you out there are saying, "Well, how else would you do it?" And it's like, I don't know. Maybe the seagull was into it. How do I don't know this seagull. David Lee was in court Friday, February 17th, accused of having caused unnecessary suffering to a protected animal under the Animal Welfare Act of 2006. Seagulls are protected? Where is this? Uh, Sunderland. Okay. A man who has allegedly put his penis in a seagull's beak caused significant suffering to the bird is set to stand trial on, (laughs) on Tyneside. Yo, imagine 
and I know this is not in America, but imagine the jury system works the same way. Imagine you got to go down to the courthouse. You got to take time off from work. You get put on a jury trial. You're selected. And then the case, everyone's like, is it a murder? Is it, is it financial crimes? What is it? And then you're like, nah, some guy put his dick in a seagull's mouth. Prosecutors <laughs> told, <laughs> prosecutors told the court that Lee, 39, yeah. unreservedly did an act where he took a wild bird, forced it down, and placed his penis in its mouth. Wouldn't that hurt? I would be fucking terrified to put my cock near a seagull's mouth. Whereby causing unnecessary suffering to that animal. Uh Uh-huh. (laughs) Uh-huh. This Um, is the best. Hold on. You ready for the next best line of journalism ever? Yes. Lee, who is dressed in a navy raincoat and jeans, has entered a plea of not guilty. I did not have sexual relations with that seagull. Uh. Your Honor, I'd like to call the seagull to the stand. Bird, what happened? (laughs) (laughs) While seagulls seem fairly plentiful and are regarded as a pest by many people in the United Kingdom, Mm -hmm. all species of gall are protected under the Wild and Countryside Act of 1981 and the Wildlife Northern Ireland (laughs) Order of 1985. Just a couple the questions, act, if I may. The act, hold on, well, what the act makes it illegal to intentionally or recklessly injure or kill any gull or damage or destroy an active nest or its contents. Did he? Did he like kill the seagull? No, he caused it. Uh, How do we know uh, if the seagull was he, harmed? He caused it uh, significant suffering. So did he? And it like, doesn't say whether that's mental <laughs> anguish or physical anguish. Did he face fuck the seagull or was he just... sounds like he did, yes. (laughs) Oh, my God. Also, like, how big is a seagull's beak? And why... a seagull beak now. I don't... I just don't... What what gave him the idea? Okay. Is this... and, And, like, is this the first time? Dude, I feel like maybe I just consider seagull beaks to be... Way stronger and sharper than they. No, this thing looks pretty. Sh- I would not put my cock in this thing. Nope. No, I, nope. 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 Yeah. Okay. So then the question is: Imagine being in the newspaper for this, though. This it's not good. It's bad. It's definitely bad. Now, are we talking erect penis? They they didn't specify. That's important information, and this journalist should be ashamed. I I agree. That's also uh, it, how I was. How I would. Uh, trying, I would trick this guy on the stand. This is an episode of Law and Order SVU, which is Seagull Victims Unit, and I, <laughs> I, I would be like, "Sir, when you put the penis, when you put your penis in his mouth, why was it erect?" And he would be like, "No, it was flaccid." I'd be like, "Gotcha, you did put your penis in his mouth," and then he'd be like, "Caw caw, caw caw." That's how it would. That would be the sound on Law and Order SVU. Tony Randerson says that misguided people feeding the birds has led to the problem. That's the main problem. It's humans are the blame. It's not the seagulls' fault. Well, the humanity. It's not the seagulls' fault. These birds were here before us, and they'll be there after us. We just need to stop putting our testicles near their mouths. Seriously, did you- though, did he did this in public? Like, shouldn't this also be like you can't take your cock out? In, yeah, in, there should have been some sort of indecent exposure, and if they were over here and there was a kid within five miles of it, he'd be a you know registered sex offender but too. Where does this stop? As far as let's say they're like, yes, we agree, the seagull had mental anguish. Well, doesn't the seagull also have mental anguish from being forced to live outside? Doesn't the seagull also have mental anguish for not having sustainable food source guaranteed to it? Right, for having to eat snails that just happen to wash up on shore. Doesn't the seagull have mental anguish from constantly, I would imagine, being told to shoo? So I... The fear of knowing that a six-pack ring could be lodged on your head at any point in time? Exactly. This is why you always need to cut your penises in half before you throw them out because you don't want a seagull to choke on one. Wait, did you did you see the article? 
No. Because there's like paparazzi shots of the guy. That's the best part. British tabloids are so like amazing on so many levels. And I'm not using amazing in the good way. So Ryan, when we do the show, Ryan, you know, sends me the stories we're going to do uh, beforehand or I send him some. But my wife happened to be using my email today. And she was like, why is Ryan sending you stories about a man putting his penis in a seagull's mouth? Oh, this guy <laughs> fucked a seagull. I'm looking at him. This guy's a seagull fucker. Allegedly. This guy, he's got, he's got a, he's, yeah. Yeah, this guy did it. Right? Also, it's a, it's a quite a stupid act to feed them. It's fueling the seagulls need to eat human food. Yeah, but like not human dick guy who said that. Good God. Yep. Um, the other, the other thing that I sent you is that there was, uh, somebody suing NFL films. Oh, right, because there's clips of booties and bums and titties and boobs. Yes, the basically the, claiming that NFL Films has a treasure trove of uh, booty shots. Okay, and what are they suing them for? Is that illegal? I, d- I, f- I don't know if that, I think that was just more like a salacious detail in the suit, but it's just sort of more like, like I read it and, and I we don't have anything like that. But I've definitely seen unfortunate file names. You know, Ryan farts. Ryan says fuck. Ryan. Is that bad? I Are you know, not allowed just, to do just, that? No, but it's just there was. I, no, you're allowed to do that. I think it was just very. It's sort of like like when you work in this sort of thing, you want to you want to um, label what your files are, what your little pieces of audio. Jiggly bits. Right? JPEG. Yeah. <laughs> and but I think that they they're, they're just the salacious detail that came out of this is that some of them were like girl bikini shot or, or you know or flabby butt shaking you know like but those were what the dot dot vid like those are what the file names were. yeah but I mean the, I get it when you're putting together these film packages you need to know what the clips are and what you're putting in also if you're going to unleash a bunch of people with cameras all over the average NFL stadium every weekend you're going to capture some weird shit oh yeah so I don't think this is so scandalous I don't, you maybe in the future though you might want to be smarter and be like female fan one Female fan. Yeah, but then it, when your editor is looking for it to try and put it in, you know, a package or whatever you're creating, how do you know what it is? And they get accused of Googling films over and over again of women looking for exactly the right salacious piece. Yeah, or which something. Which is creepy also. I guess, except like, you know, no one would see, no one says it's creepy when a director's like, I need to find the perfect girl to pay, to play Rose in Titanic. Do they? I guess it depends on who the director is and uh, what hotel room they invite them to. Uh, fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Do we have anything else to go over? We got five minutes left. We got five minutes? Yeah. I mean, we're pretty much near the end of our stuff. Wow. Well, that's a good news because I right? feel like we can do we can do we can we can do some uh, I got some like rejected mashup. Topics yeah. Give me here. give me give me rejected mashup topics because old Zeitz is over here running on fumes. I kind of oscillate really quickly between I feel great and I feel bad. I think it's due to my general weight loss and lack of fluids. But yes, uh, there was a guy who fell asleep um, in an Arby's drive through. Was he drunk? He was drunk ordering curly fries, yeah. See, I had two, the mashup, I had two drive through stories today. One, a guy fell asleep in an Arby's drive through uh, drunk ordering curly fries. Mm-hmm. And the other one, uh, a guy dashed out of a grocery store with $500 worth of groceries in his cart, but his getaway driver was in line at the car wash and couldn't pull out. Okay, so... Please tell me how you would have made the DUI story funny on the mashup. Is that why it got rejected? <laughs> uh, no, it w- this one I actually told, and and how I said it is that is that I told it more of like a life lesson that um, we all like to. We went over which uh, drunk foods we get. What is your drunk food? An egg sandwich? Yeah, I'm a bacon, egg, and cheese. That's fucking kind of gross to eat. Dr- like, I, there's something about eggs that I feel like is a gross drunk eating habit. It's oh, the best. I don't know, man. Slimy eggs, just yeah. We used to when I was in Lincoln. Yeah. Uh, we used to make. Uh, they would. They, we we'd call them drunkwitches. It was uh, an everything bagel 
um, although which was hard to get. So a lot of times it was egg bagels because Lincoln's weird. Um, and so it would be a bagel with uh, with scrambled eggs, uh, bacon, sausage, and cheddar. Okay, so just a breakfast sandwich, yes. Yeah. yeah. But but all the meats. But with various meats, yes. Various meats, and it was it was delicious. But now I'm now these days I'm uh, egg whites with jalapeno and cheddar. The meat the meat stays off. Uh, the jalapeno, like it just seems like an interesting choice when you're already hammered to start throwing a bunch of jalapenos into your system. It just seems like it would be very dangerous. I eat lots of spices all the time, so like it doesn't phase me. Like everything I eat has some level of uh, of heat in it. I don't. I just. I, I think the eggs is is kind of like a, a good drunk food to me needs to have some starch, uh, like a fries, pizza. Pizza's a pizza's the best drunk food, no? Pizza pizza's a good if you're in the right part of the country. I don't think there's I don't think you can really find bad it's hard to find bad pizza. It's like bad sex, man. Chicken chicken wings are, are delicious drunk food. Oh man, like getting getting a if you've if you've if you've got a place that can deliver wings at three in the morning. I mean, I don't know. I'm sus that any place that's still open at three in the morning delivering wings, I, I assume is probably suspect, right? No, sometimes they're. Delicious. When do you need to start ordering strictly breakfast foods? I would say after at four o'clock, right? It's breakfast foods should be twenty four seven. No, but I'm saying like at three o'clock, I still feel like you could get away with ordering a pepperoni pizza. Where after oh, you're still a cheeseburger at three a.m. Breakfast foods start at six. So you think four o'clock? You're still. I, I th- see. I think four a.m. is when it's morning. No, because the respectable breakfast places aren't open yet. Waffle House is, and you can do breakfast there if you want, but like, you know, Minnie's, Minnie's Breakfast Cafe, Minnie ain't, Minnie ain't at the griddle yet. I guess you're right. Making pancakes. All right, well. One more, one more quick thing. It's really quick. There's a new cottage industry of calligraphers redesigning and then teaching you a new autograph, a new signature. Oh, I've seen that shit online. No, I don't believe anyone's really doing that. You're a nerd if you hire somebody to teach you a signature. Or actually, I don't know. If you want a cool signature, I guess do it. But it's not really your signature. You didn't come up with it. Somebody else did, and you just learned to draw it. It's like it's like being like a, an animator at Walt Di- at Disney and being like, I, I draw Mickey Mouse. It's like, yes, you physically draw Mickey Mouse, but he's <laughs> you did not you create that. You did not that. create it. Yeah. Anyway, Ryan, any thoughts before we get out of here? Glad you're well. Thank you. Have fun in Syracuse. Be here tomorrow. Bye. Goodbye.